Good morning, Orlando. Good Friday morning to you here at 6 o'clock. Glad you're with us on the 50,000-watt front porch for our first look at Orlando's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio 1025 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning, an historic meeting between North and South Korea. We'll have details coming up in one minute. The Cosby guilty verdicts and 30 Rock rocked by news of sexual harassment charges against legendary news anchor Tom Brokaw, all in this hour of Good Morning Orlando. 601 on News Radio 1025. Kim Jong un is making history by breaking decades of hostility and distrust to become the first North Korean leader to cross South Korean territory since 1953. The two leaders of North and South Korea, Kim Jong-un and Moon Jae-in, giving their final statement after an extraordinary day of talking, of imagery, of symbols. This after 11 years since the two haven't been together, these two countries. This after a positively furious year of missiles and nuclear testing last year. And this after President Trump has made entreaties towards these two first to get together, and then, as we are expecting, Kim Jong-un and President Trump to then have their own summit in the coming uh, weeks. That's Fox's Greg Palkett reporting from Seoul. Just before I came in here, I heard that the two leaders are going to declare an end to the Korean War. You know, there was never formally an end to it back right. in 1953, right. and that they will, before the end of this year, sign off on that. So that's another development because they're still meeting apparently halfway around the world as we speak. This news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. From comedian to convicted felon, a jury in Pennsylvania has found Bill Cosby guilty of three counts of aggravated indecent assault. Reactions were like night and day. Gloria Allred represented some of the accusers. Justice has been done. Tom Mesereau defended Cosby. The fight is not over. That signals an appeal, but DA Kevin Steele says this decision to convict Cosby of aggravated indecent assault shows no one is above the law. A crime was committed against Andrea Constand, and it happened in our jurisdiction, uh, and that was our duty uh, to move forward on. A sentencing day will come in about two to three months. Until then, Cosby will remain free. In Norristown, Pennsylvania, Gernal Scott, Fox News. Alan, in all three hours this morning and Good Morning Orlando, we're going to focus to um, one extent or another on these guilty verdicts against Bill Cosby. I was surprised that they got him. Uh, I want to know if Central Florida agrees with me that the jury got it right. I'll tell you why I think this is a huge game changer potentially and the mix of emotions that I are that I am feeling and many others now with this fallen uh, role model and icon, Bill Cosby. And uh, speaking of icons in the news business, Tom Brokaw, now facing accusations yeah. of sexual harassment, which he denies. We'll be talking more about that as the morning goes on. And we'll be hearing from his accuser in the next half hour. The accused Ocala school shooter is no stranger to law enforcement, FBI agents in San Francisco first became aware of 19-year-old Sky Boucher five years ago when he posted comments on YouTube in favor of the Columbine shooting. Boucher is accused of injuring a student in last week's shooting at Forest High School on the 19th anniversary of the Columbine attack. A Jacksonville Beach man is facing charges for practicing karate on innocent animals in Orlando. 
A witness told police that Rocco Mantella was laughing as he kicked two swans and a duck at Lake Eola. The Los Angeles Chargers made Florida State safety and Polk County native Derwin James their number one pick in last night's first round of the NFL draft. There had been speculation James would go to the Tampa Bay Bucks with the seventh pick, but he slid down to the Chargers at number 17. The Bucks made the best decision they made. Um, I'm happy to be a Charger man, and like I say, 16 teams passed on me, and um, I'm just ready to go to work for the Chargers, and um, we'll see when we play. L.A. head coach Anthony Lynn told Chargers.com he was surprised that James was still available. Well, I mean, we never thought we'd have a chance to get him, but the draft is crazy. You just don't know what people are thinking, so uh, we think very highly of him, so we were tickled to death. Other first-round picks include Florida defensive tackle Taven Bryan at 29th by the Jaguars and UCF cornerback Mike Hughes at number 30 by the Vikings. WFLA News Time is 6.06. A woman watched YouTube clips on childbirth before giving birth in a hotel room. That story's online at 1025wfla.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 1025. Um, my first reaction was to laugh that she would go to YouTube. Then I thought quickly how often I go to YouTube to try to figure out how to do something on my own that I don't know how to do. It's amazing. <laughs> you can you can think of almost any project, anything you need to do, yeah. and you can find a video on YouTube from someone who's already done it. Yeah, I do the same thing. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> All the time. All the time. And I was about ready to kind of poke good-natured fun at this woman, but... Uh, then I thought better of it, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, so if, if you need a little bit of a little help and a little how to, <laughs> yeah, and a kiddo, you can find anything on YouTube. And apparently they're uh, happy and healthy. So that's the important thing. No doubt about it. Alan Spector bringing us the news on Fridays. You just heard from Yaffe in the control room. You'll hear a lot more from him. He's busily tying a complex show with a million moving parts together flawlessly, as he always does, as our intrepid executive producer. And just checking in alongside Yaffe is our screener, Stephanie, and she will be taking your calls to get into the Cosby verdicts. I want to know your reaction to them, whether or not you think justice has been done here or not. And I'll tell you why I think this is an enormous game changer. It's the first big criminal trial verdict of the Me Too era. And there are some people who need to be very worried this morning. I'll also own up to my uh, real mix of emotions on Cosby that I once held, along with perhaps you and millions of others, in enormously high regard. And then you realize what a snake and what a reprehensible human being he truly is. It's all ahead. From the Frontgate Realty Studio, visit laurahasthebuyers.com. To the Cosby Verdicts we go right after we invite you to stay tuned right now for your shot at winning a share of $880,000 in cash in our Make Your Wallet Great Again texting contest. Here's what you do. Listen now for the new key word of the hour, then text that word to 200-200, and you could be our next $1,000 winner. And I have an update for you, as always, in just two minutes on uh, news, weather, and traffic right here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. The one time greatest TV dad of all time, so voted as recently as 2014 by TV Guide, Bill Cosby, a fall from grace unlike anything perhaps we have ever seen in the entertainment industry. He has gone from being an absolutely groundbreaking, iconic figure, 
so highly regarded and respected to being a convicted felon, convicted in his second trial yesterday in Pennsylvania of drugging and molesting women, sexually assaulting them, convicted on each of the three counts of aggravated indecent assault. Each one could put him behind bars for 10 years. He is already 80 years of age. Um, I always thought he was guilty. I thought they should have gotten him the first time. When they didn't and the jury deadlocked, I thought the second time around it would go the same way. I think things have changed. The Me Too movement has come of age since then. I think in one way or another that was a factor that ran against Cosby. I'm fine with the verdicts. I think this guy is guilty. 60-plus women essentially accusing him of the same thing, of drugging them when they came to see him for advice. He courted them, had a nice relationship with them, and then he turned on them drugged him and had sex with him and had his way with them. There's just too many credible women here for me to believe that they didn't get it right this time around. And immediately after the verdict, victims in tears outside the courtroom. Here's Lily Bernard. I feel like my faith in humanity is restored. This is a victory not just for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, not just for the victim in the case, Andre Constant, not just for the 62 of us publicly known survivors of Bill Cosby's drug-facilitated sexual crimes against women, but it's also a victory for all sexual assault survivors, female and male. It's a, it's a victory for womanhood. What I, th- I, thank the, <laughs> I thank the jury so much. Here's another of the defendants on what the guilty verdicts against Cosby mean. We are now part of the tsunami of women's power and justice. We are not shutting up and we're not going away. Get over it. Well, the lead defense attorney, Tom Messero, says the jury got it wrong, that um, the guilty verdicts against Cosby are not the end. We are very disappointed by the verdict. We don't think Mr. Cosby's guilty of anything, and the fight is not over. So there's going to be an appeal. We're going to bring our legal expert, Attorney Jeff Kaufman, on here in our 7 o'clock hour with analysis of the verdicts and how this thing might play out from here. But my question to you, are you surprised they found Cosby guilty? Did the jury get it right or wrong? 407-916-5400, text line 23680. Um, Do you agree with me that this is the first big criminal trial of the Me Too era and that that was a factor this time in pushing the jury toward an appropriate guilty verdict? I can tell you I think it's a game changer. I would say watch out the likes of Harvey Weinstein... Matt Lauer, perhaps with all of his female accusers over the years, President Trump, and do you feel any mix of emotions like I do at the fall of this one-time groundbreaking icon in the entertainment field who meant so much to so many and was such an iconic role model? That part of all of this just hurts me. It really does. But I want to get your perspectives. Yaffe and Steph will weigh in as well. And um, stay tuned. Bill Cosby, guilty on all counts of aggravated indecent assault, drugging, sexually assaulting, raping women. Maybe if you're among our younger listeners, and we have a lot of them, and we're very excited about that, 
You don't understand what an iconic figure in so many areas Bill Cosby was in his heyday. He was a groundbreaking black actor, the first to star in a network show in the 60s, I Spy. He created the top-ranked Cosby show that dominated the ratings as number one great family sitcom in the 80s and into the early 90s. He found a lot of success with his Fat Albert animated TV show, Wholesome Entertainment. His stand-up routines were family-focused, and and they were clean. And he served as the on-air TV pitchman for for Jell-O pudding, you know, with with kids. And it, it was just, I mean, he just couldn't have been a better role model. And he also, and, and he took a lot of heat for this, he got in the face of young people in poor black neighborhoods who were so dysfunctional, railing against them for stealing things, wearing baggy pants, told them to shape up and make something out of themselves. Awesome. What a role model he was. America's dad. He still could be America's granddad now. Still talking to the poor kids in in urban areas of crime-ridden America, African-Americans in particular. He had that license as a black man himself, and it is all gone. And I really am conflicted because I know they got this guy. And the Cosby we knew when he was on the screen was not the real man. Justice has been done, in my view, but I hate to see this tremendous public resource just completely discredited and gone. Joe and Longwood, you're a lawyer. Did they get it right? Well, Bud, uh, my take on it is he's probably guilty, but I think it's going to be reversed. The prosecution tried to save money on this. They tried three victims' cases as one. And what the judge did in this case is he let the prosecution bring in five other women who have nothing to do with this case to testify that they were assaulted to establish a pattern. And I think they'll get it reversed on appeal and they have to try them all over again. Oh, man. How would you feel about that? I think that they have to prove their case. They tried to save money. They tried to Mm. not try these cases individually. But you can't just have outside people. These five women who came in have no knowledge of the facts of the crimes that he was charged with. Okay, thank you, Joe. I'm going to ask our legal expert, Jeff Kaufman, who will be here live in the uh, 7 o'clock hour, uh, whether he shares your view on that, and I appreciate what you say. Yaffe, before you check the text line, I want to know what you think of the guilty verdicts. Were you surprised by them? Do you think the jury got it right? And, Steph, a woman's perspective on this, if you will. Yeah, I think the jury did get it right. I was a little surprised, as you were, for some reason, and I wasn't an expert on this case by any means, but for some reason I thought he was not going to be found guilty. But my first thought was, man, if someone had been in a coma for 30 years and woke up yesterday, I mean, it must have seemed like a crazy world to them. Bill Cosby, are you kidding me? Yeah. Drugging, raping woman found guilty, maybe going to jail for the rest of his life? Steph? How do you see the verdicts? Um, I didn't see him as being guilty, but I, I do believe he did what he, you know, did to these women. And well, I think justice well, was Wait served. a minute. You didn't think they'd get him is what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I meant. I, I see what you mean, but you do him. believe he's but, guilty. Yeah, I do. He said he, he even admitted in the deposition um, a number of years ago. Yeah, he gave quaaludes uh, to these women, you know, and, uh, and, 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 and to have sex with him. But. And, and he also said that he was giving it to him because some of them would ask for allergy medicine or whatever, and he would give him various things. Um, 
Because, but he said it was all consensual. Yeah. And of course, they deny that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Text line, Yaffe. Yeah, one person says this is Cosby like Weinstein. It was common knowledge, but Hollywood let it go because they had power and influence. Disgusting. This is going, I believe, to immediately up the ante in the Me Too movement. Women who feel that they are victims of sexual harassment, sexual assault, sexual misconduct, or whatever will be emboldened by the first guilty verdicts in the Me Too era of a major figure accused of sexual harassment and sexual assault. I'm telling you right now, I've told you, I think the greatest danger to President Trump going forward are all of these women who have accused him of sexual misconduct to one degree or another over the years, all of which he has denied. I can see them becoming much more active and much more aggressive. Harvey Weinstein's probably next. Now, all of a sudden, I wake up to news that Tom Brokaw, the semi-retired iconic news anchor of NBC, is facing charges of sexual harassment and assault. Um, We have a statement from Brokaw. We also will hear from his accuser. This is breaking news, and stay tuned. It is coming up. Alan Spector with the news on Fridays, coming up with the news of a former Florida congressman, possibly next in line to head the VA in a potential box office blockbuster opening in theaters today. Good morning, Orlando at 6.30. Alan Spector joining us with the news here at the bottom of the hour. We know that um, President Trump's White House doctor, Ronnie Jackson's not going to be heading the VA. He has pulled out, but there's a real possibility with very strong Florida roots. Let's talk about it. That's right. The president could be looking to northwest Florida for help in running the VA. MilitaryTimes.com and the Washington Examiner are both reporting that former Congressman Jeff Miller is one of four possible picks to run the Veterans Administration after, as Bud mentioned, White House physician Ronnie Jackson withdrew his nomination. When Miller was representing the 1st District for 16 years, he was also chairman of the House Veterans Affairs Committee. He also has ties to Trump as he served as an advisor during the presidential campaign. Makes sense to me. I think it'd be a great pick. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Hundreds of protesters are calling for ex-Florida felons to get back their voting rights. The group rallied at the historic old Capitol building in Tallahassee yesterday. There was also a march downtown led by Reverend Al Sharpton and other community faith leaders. Sharpton says asking felons to pay taxes without being able to vote amounts to taxation without representation. Now the real question is, if you don't want to restore their right to vote, why do you restore that they have to pay taxes? Sharpton called for passage of an amendment on this fall state ballot that would restore voting rights to 1.5 million ex-felons. Earlier this week, a federal panel blocked an order that would have forced Florida to immediately overhaul its current process for restoring those rights. State lawmakers will not be going back to work in Tallahassee for a special session on gambling. Florida Senate President Joe Negron says progress was made behind closed doors on what he called a number of important gaming issues, but legislative leaders opted against a special session. Talk of the session came up before the Seminole Tribe decided to extend their agreement on sharing gambling revenue through May of next year. One of the gambling issues that remains unsolved is whether to allow for more slot machines in Florida. I'm Alan McBride. 
A potential box office blockbuster opens in theaters today. It's Avengers Infinity War. Marvel characters from across the globe will unite as one force in theaters this weekend in an all-out attempt to defeat one powerful being. The entire time I knew him, he only ever had one goal. To wipe out half the universe. Iron Man, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Black Widow. Let's talk about this plan of yours. I think it's good, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Wow. Guardians of the Galaxy and their allies attempt to defeat Thanos before his blitz of devastation threatens to end half the universe. Michelle Polino, Fox News. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't believe these blockbuster superhero movies haven't run their course yet. There's an endless appetite. Yeah. Looks like this is going to be big. This could be the biggest. It's the most advanced ticket sales they've had for any of the Marvel movies so far. WFLA News Time is 637. I'm Alan Spector. News Radio 1025 WFLA. Get these stories and more at 1025WFLA.com. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando continues now. With the Bloomberg Business Report, Gina Cervetti in live from the Bloomberg Newsroom in New York City. And good Friday morning to you, Gina. Good morning, bud. Good Friday. You've been checking those stock futures. You've been looking back on yesterday's session. Lots of earnings reports influencing the market. What are the highlights? Yes, well, right now we have kind of a mixed picture when it comes to the futures. Investors awaiting yet another round of earnings. And yesterday we had some nice tech sentiment lifting the market. More on that in a minute. But uh, investors also keeping an eye on that historic meeting between the leaders of North and South Korea. So yesterday we had the market surging amid the earnings flurry that continued. The Dow was up 239 points. It closed at 24,322. The S&P was up 20 or 1% to 2667 and the Nasdaq surged 115 points the Bloomberg Orlando index was up just about 3 quarters of 1% and Gina a major economic indicator is always the uh, gross domestic product i understand we're going to get some numbers today what do you have on that Yes, we have first quarter economic growth. That'll be out an hour before Wall Street's opening bell. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg estimate an annualized pace of 2%. That would be a bit of a pullback after three straight quarters near or better than 3%. But the first quarter sometimes isn't the greatest, and a rebound is expected in coming months as tax cuts take hold. We have a couple of other companies to watch for today in terms of earnings as well, bud. Uh, Colgate-Palmolive is one of them, big consumer company. And uh, earning results are in from some big tech companies ought to make investors pretty happy, right, Gina? That's right. The big tech stocks have been taking a hit in recent weeks, bud, on concerns that the industry's growth surge was under threat. But these new results seem to show otherwise from Amazon, Microsoft, Intel, solid sales and profit growth and bullish forecasts showing how reliant our global economy remains on the tech sector for everything from retail and ad sales to software and cloud computing. And a red flag hoisted by Facebook. What's the story here, Gina? Well, Facebook is on the hunt for other Cambridge Analytica-sized data leaks. The company is warning that users and investors might not like what it finds. In a filing with the SEC, Facebook said it does expect to discover and announce more, quote, instances of misuse of user data or other undesirable activity by third parties. And the company says the media may uncover the foul play before Facebook does. And before you go, um, 
You got some news on the price of ice cream. I hope it's good, but what's the story? Well, this might be the most worrisome news of the day, bud. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, uh, it could be going up. A commodity inflation has now reached the flavorings that are going into ice cream. Duncan Brand CEO Nigel Travis says that dairy and vanilla prices in particular are weighing down returns at its Baskin-Robbins unit. He says a task force is on top of this, but his comments echo the struggle across consumer goods and other industries with costlier raw materials. Well, I'm having a meltdown if ice cream prices are going up, and I'll bet I'm not alone on uh, that I'm score. With ah, thank you, Gina. Always great having you with us. Enjoy your weekend. Catch you Monday morning for the next Bloomberg Business Report. Have a great weekend, bud. Thanks. You betcha. I don't think that legendary television news anchor Tom Brokaw of NBC will be having much of a weekend. He has been hit with allegations of unwanted sexual harassment and assault by a couple of women, including one who is talking. That blockbuster news overnight I will have for you in a moment. And we'll have that and Orlando's news, weather, and traffic will be updated as well in two minutes here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Told you last half hour, the guilty verdicts against Bill Cosby will energize the Me Too movement, okay? Well, boy, it is energized here this morning with the news I woke up to that really rocked me, but not like it's rocking them at 30 Rock, NBC News headquarters in New York City, where their legendary, iconic, and supposedly all-American boy, um, you know, just a terrific, clean-cut guy, Tom Brokaw, has been hit with allegations of unwanted sexual advances that qualify as harassment, in some cases I would think assault, if this thing winds up going to trial. And I think a lot more of these things are going to be going to trial off the Cosby guilty verdicts here. These by multiple women who worked with him back in the 1990s when he was the anchor of NBC Nightly News. The Washington Post says the now 78-year-old Tom Brokaw has been hit with these allegations by multiple women. And one of the women, Linda Vester, who was a reporter for NBC News back in those days and later on became a news anchor for Fox in the afternoons and is now retired and independently wealthy. So this is not a woman who needs the money. Linda Vester is the focus of a major article in Variety with an accompanying video. And she says she has been traumatized by what she has kept to herself for so many years. And here she is beginning to tell her story. All of the Linda Vester video has been posted on our website, 1025wfla.com, keyword Budman, and Yaffe's posted it on her Facebook and Twitter accounts as well. Here is Linda Vester dropping her bombshell in that Variety magazine article just out, with, as I say, the accompanying video. I'm Linda Vester. For a decade, I worked at NBC News as an anchor and correspondent. I was groped and assaulted by Tom Brokaw, then the anchor of NBC Nightly News. Linda Vester was a very classy gal, and she still seems to be, and when you watch her, you know, when you try to measure the credibility of women who are making allegations like this that are so serious... When I watch Linda Vester, and I'm pretty good at judging people, I mean, she is very, very credible. Here she is on the first of many unwelcome advances, she says, on the part of Brokaw in the newsroom. From behind me, out of nowhere, Tom Brokaw walked up, 
put his hands on my waist and tickled me all up and down my waist. It was physically unpleasant and humiliating. I jumped a foot. I looked at the editor of Nightly News in the eye. He looked back at me, and his jaw dropped. And I was completely humiliated in front of a room full of my colleagues. And Linda Vester says it got worse in repeated episodes. In one case, she says he knocked on the door of her hotel room. She let him in, and he came on to her and wanted to have an affair. I said, what do you want from me? And he had his arm back like this, and he said, an affair of more than passing affection. And I said, but you're married, and I'm Catholic. And he gave me this look of such annoyance. By the way, Brokaw's been married since 1962. He's 78 now. Vester is 52 now. They're separated by many years. Finally, Vester claims that she never responded to Brokaw's sexual advances, rebuffed him at every turn, but that it all haunted and traumatized her for years. Even though I know I was not in any way at fault in what happened to me with Tom Brokaw, I still suffered years of humiliation, isolation, and shame. Because of his power, I was unable to talk about it. So I was silenced. And there was nothing I could do to seek recourse. Because to have done so at NBC would have been the end of my career. I know there are a lot of you women who are listening and can absolutely relate to Linda Vester's story. I have Tom Brokaw's statement I'll share with you in a moment, but I'd like to know your reaction to what was absolutely blow-me-away bombshell news I woke up to this morning on Tom Brokaw. What's your take on what you've just heard and what is alleged? 407-916-5400, text line 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. Um, the Brokaw statement coming right up. Washington Post running with an article saying multiple women are accusing legendary, now basically retired television news anchor Tom Brokaw of NBC shows up on Meet the Press as a senior analyst and all of this. I mean, he's kind of like the Mount Rushmore of news anchors at NBC at any rate and always seemed to have that clean-cut, good guy, straight-shooter image. Um, multiple women making these accusations, including Linda Vester, who worked with Brokaw at NBC as a correspondent some years ago, and then went on to become a Fox anchor before retiring to be a stay-at-home mom. As I say, she doesn't need the money here. She's independently wealthy. She's a philanthropist, as a matter of fact, okay? And you can check her out on our, uh, on our website, Facebook, and Twitter page and see what you think uh, and whether or not she is credible. And Variety is running with the big article here with the accompanying video that we're, that we're drawing from this morning. Here is Tom Brokaw's response through an NBC spokesman. I met with Linda Vester on two occasions, both at her request 23 years ago, because she wanted advice with respect to her career at NBC. The meetings were brief, cordial, and appropriate, and despite Linda's allegations, I made no romantic overtures toward her at that time or any other. So there we are. We have the line drawn in the sand by Tom Brokaw. says, none of this is true. We'll see where it goes from here. You know what? 
NBC has had a pretty hard time these past few years with their news personalities. This one doesn't hit him in the pocketbook quite like uh, Matt Lauer did because he was at that point, uh, you know, the main host of the Today Show. Right. Brokaw is just kind of like this uh, th- this senior uh, from on high pundit they trot out, you know, to comment on various things to show up on election night. Emeritus, that, that that sort of thing. But you, you know? also had Brian Williams, who was kicked off of the Nightly News for right? lying. Different thing, but still. Now you got left-wing black commentator and anti-Trumper uh, Joy Reid, who is, yeah. um, is, is, you know, it looks like she's been putting up all kinds of anti-gay um, um, uh, uh, social media posts, et cetera. She yeah, now says past, she's yeah. hacked, et cetera. They're trying to stand by her, They, you know, because... They lean hard to the left, but nobody's further left on the air than Joy Reid, and they definitely trying to save her. Be interesting to see how it plays out with Tom Brokaw. Scott, you're in Orlando on all of this. Good morning to you, Scott. Yeah, but you have a daughter and a granddaughter, and I do too. Mm. How would you feel if this happened to your daughter or granddaughter? Bill Cosby's nothing but a monster, you know, drugging these women and this and that. Couldn't agree he's more. No better than, he's no better than Marquis Martin. They didn't let Marquis Martin go for home arrest. Well, tell you what, I I get it on Cosby. We're going to be going back to that issue in our 7 o'clock hour. What about the Brokaw thing? What's your reaction to that this morning? That's the breaking news. Yeah, I just woke up, so I'm really not in touch with that, so I apologize on that, bud. That's all right. There's not going to be a quiz. Always appreciate talking with you. We have a texter weighing in, one of our female listeners on Tom Brokaw. What about it, uh, Yaffe? Yeah, I actually have a couple of people who don't buy it. Okay. One person says uh, it's just a bunch of baloney and says, I am sick and tired of the Me Too movement. That's a woman mm-hmm. saying that. Okay. Another person says it's ridiculous. All that happened to that woman was she was pursued by a guy she didn't like. It might have been uncomfortable, but it's not sexual assault. So some of our audience not buying it. Okay. Very interesting. We'll see how it all plays out. Again, you know, this is just unfolding as we speak, and we like to be on top of what is going on. And so it is that we bring you news, headlines every 10 minutes, but in-depth coverage top and bottom of the hour, and that task falls to Alan Spector every Friday. And he has more on this uh, the verdict against Bill Cosby, guilty on all counts. We're going to have analysis with our, um, our go-to guy on all things, um, noted attorney Jeff Kaufman, live in the, uh, in the studio here in about 12 minutes, and an historic meeting between North and South Korea. Good morning, Orlando, from the Frontgate Realty Studio. Visit laurahasthebuyers.com. Good Friday morning to you. So glad you're along with us on the 50,000-watt front porch at 659. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a beautiful Friday morning as we bring you the very latest look at Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning, the Korean War is over. We'll have details coming up in one minute. Attorney Jeff Kaufman is in the house live analyzing the Cosby verdicts next on Good Morning Orlando. 703 on News Radio 1025. The leaders of North and South Korea are bringing the Korean War to an official end. South Korean President Moon Jae-in and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un wrapped up their historic summit by signing a Declaration for Peace 65 years after an armistice ended the actual fighting. Kim Jong-un speaking through a translator. 
This declaration shouldn't be, shouldn't repeat the tragic histories of the previous agreements. So we are going to work closely together for the full implementation, successful implementation of the declaration. The history-making move comes ahead of an expected meeting between President Trump and Kim Jong-un in either late May or June. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The man once known as America's dad, Bill Cosby, has been found guilty of sexual assault and he could spend the rest of his life behind bars. Fox's Lauren Blanchard is on the scene in Norristown, Pennsylvania. Bill Cosby now under house arrest, released on a million dollars bail after being found guilty on all three charges in his sexual assault retrial. After two days of deliberations, Cosby convicted Thursday of drugging and molesting a woman in the first big trial of the Me Too era. 80-year-old Cosby could end up spending his final years in prison after the jury concluded he drugged and sexually assaulted Andrea Constant at his Pennsylvania home in 2004. Cosby had claimed the encounter was Sensual. Cosby leaving the courtroom in silence. His legal team declaring the fight is far from over. Bill Cosby has been ordered to surrender his passport and will remain out on bail until his sentencing. Former NBC News anchor Tom Brokaw is accused of sexually harassing women in the workplace. Two women, including former news anchor Linda Vester, told the Washington Post that Brokaw made unwanted sexual advances towards them in the 1990s. Vester also says Brokaw groped her. The 78-year-old Brokaw has denied all of the claims. A $150 million project, the largest in the history of Port Canaveral, is underway. Crews have begun demolishing Cruise Terminal 3 to make way for a new terminal and parking garage. Florida State Safety and Polk County native Derwin James had to wait a little longer than expected to be selected in last night's first round of the NFL Draft. It was thought that James might go to the Bucks with the seventh pick, but he wound up being selected at number 17 by the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was kind of like mixed emotions waiting with my family, but I, like, it don't matter where you pick that, man. It's, it's where you come in. It's what, what you do when you come in, man. It's a lot of guys in the NFL, fifth, sixth round, seventh round guys, undrafted guys that are on top of the league. So, man, it, like I said, it's no, it don't matter where you pick that, man. It's, it's, it's what you do when you come in. Los Angeles head coach Anthony Lynn tells Chargers.com James can be a leader on his defense. Well, you know, he was a leader on the Florida State football team. He was a captain there. Uh, uh, he may be a captain here one day. I don't know, but he definitely has those intangibles. Also in the first round, Florida defensive tackle Taven Bryant went to the Jaguars at number 29, and UCF cornerback Mike Hughes was taken at 30th by the Vikings. WFLA News Time 706. A company is selling pistols made from a 4.5 billion year old meteorite. And the guns cost only $4.5 million each. Only have to sell one or two. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you're, you're set for life. You're good. That story is online Jeez. at 1025wfla.com. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. Weather and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 1025. Bill Cosby, guilty on all counts. The verdict came in yesterday in his second trial, and attorney Jeff Kaufman, nationally recognized personal injury attorney, licensed in 18 states, our go to guy on all legal matters, is uh, right here next to me on the 50,000 watt front porch. 
with his take on it all. So stay tuned on that. Stay tuned also for your shot at winning your share of $880,000 in cold cash at our Make Your Wallet Great Again texting contest. Just listen for the new keyword of the hour coming up in seconds. Text that word right away to 200-200, and you could be our next $1,000 winner. Had one recently up in Volusia County. And, of course, along the way, an update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on News Radio 102.5 WFLA. They didn't get Cosby in the first trial, jury deadlock, but they found him guilty on all counts yesterday in his second trial. With some insight and analysis you'll hear nowhere else, Attorney Jeff Kaufman, familiar to us all with a great segment he does with Deborah Roberts every Thursday morning in our 8 o'clock hour legal briefs, is with me live here in the studio now, nationally recognized personal injury attorney, licensed in 18 states, but really, really well-versed on the law all across the spectrum, and our go-to guy, we are very privileged to say, on all legal matters here on WFLA and Good Morning Orlando. Welcome to the show, so thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, no problem at all. You know, you listen to this verdict over and over, and you hear what people say, and it's a lot more confusing than people think it is. All of us, the Budman, Yaffe, Steph, felt he was guilty, but we did not expect the guilty verdict. How do you see what happened yesterday? Was justice done? Why did they get him this time when they didn't get him last time? You know, the issue of justice being done, did he do it? Yeah, most likely he did it. I mean, that's the hard part about it is you have the celebrity who's basically been, you know, giving people roofies. I mean, not roofies, but quaaludes for years. And he hid behind his celebrity and it was a very poorly kept secret because a lot of people in Hollywood knew it and they just said, well, you can't go after this guy. You can't go after this guy. And you know what's funny? What really took this guy down, which nobody even goes back to, is in 2014, you had the stand-up comedian called Hannibal Burris who was making this terrible joke because Cosby's really tough on uh, comedians who swear. Right. And he said, this guy has a problem with swearing. I got a problem with rape. And suddenly it went viral. And then all the people who were scared to say something came out and said, I was raped by him. That's all of a sudden we got to 60 women. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the real issue is that I have a personal connection to this case where a good friend of mine's wife was one of the victims. And I am absolutely 100% positive he did it. And that's that's just my personal opinion about it. Uh, I know that's not my legal opinion, but, you know, he did it. And one of the big problems is this. This case, the big difference in it was real simple. The press that they got from the first trial to the second trial, every jury member had to hear about all of it. They had to hear about the verdict. They had to hear about his admissions. They had to hear about the depositions. And some of that even got into the second trial that wasn't even in the first trial. And the weird part about it was this judge who had denied allowing all this evidence in the first time within one year had basically done a complete 180 and allowed it in the second time. You told me also before we went on the air, there were efforts to get this judge removed from this trial. His wife is a woman's advocate, a rape advocate uh, in college, raised a lot of money. And how do you, you know, when your wife is so ingrained in something else You could say, well, I'm unbiased because I'm a judge and I can hold this back. But there were just some very weird rulings in this second trial that he absolutely didn't do in the first one. In the first one, he said, okay, I'm going to allow one prior victim of bad conduct by Cosby to come in. This time he let five. And parading five straight people in saying, he did it to me, 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 he did it to me. And then Cosby doesn't testify to say he didn't. You got no chance. 
there's going to be an appeal. The lead attorney for Cosby, noted defense attorney Tom Messero, came out afterwards and uh, went to the microphones after the verdicts and said, Cosby's not guilty of anything. We're going to win this thing on appeal. Your take on that. What this attorney says is, we don't believe he's guilty. Now, anytime you say, we believe, my client believes, it means that you know he's guilty. I mean, there's little key words that attorneys say sometimes, like, my client believes fully in his case. Well, who cares if your client believes? Who cares if I believe? If he says, my client is not guilty, that's normally the clear indicator that he believes that. So it's it's a lot weirder. And as far as appeals go, it takes about two years for an appeal to go through in Pennsylvania. Do you think that Cosby could go free on appeal? Do you think an appeal can be won? It's going to be a difficult situation. How do I feel? I think bringing five witnesses for conduct and past acts, that's tough. That's a, that's a tough thing to do, and it's a tough thing to get past. Uh, I mean, appellate court might find that was a little much. In a moment, I wonder if you would address the question, um, how much time will Bill Cosby get? What, what will he be sentenced to? A lot of people are saying, wait a minute. After a conviction on felony charges, you ought to be taken right to jail. The judge didn't do that. He says, I'm not going to lock him up. Did he get special treatment because he's Bill Cosby, because he's 80, because he doesn't see too well anymore? What was going on here? And by the way, those of you who are reacting to the guilty verdicts against Bill Cosby, the fallen entertainment superstar and one-time All-American dad, if you have a question or a comment for attorney Jeff Kaufman, 407 916 400. More with our with our legal eagle. You don't like to be called legal expert. I guess the, the, the Well, it's it's you know that's I what know you the are law. I know us. the law. I know the law. You've what also done rape trials. Uh many of them. Yeah. yeah those mm-hmm. are those are very hard cases because your client is guilty until proven innocent. Don't believe it's the other way around. A lot of the women afterwards were saying, Hey, you know what? The Me Too movement is going big time now. Watch out for who's next. We'll see what you think on that score in a moment with attorney Jeff Kaufman. If you want to join the conversation with a question or a comment, 407-916-5400. Right now, an update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic for you in only two minutes. Stay tuned on News Radio 102.5 WFLA. Back on the um, guilty verdicts against Bill Cosby now with attorney Jeff Kaufman live on the 50,000-watt front porch. Jeff, um... Ten years apiece for each of the three convictions. Uh, what kind of prison time is Cosby looking at? Normally in a situation like this, he would have looked at his age and everything else. If it was a non-celebrity case, he'd probably serve about four years. He's 80. He's, and here's the problem, though. You got ten years each. Now, they can be, they can be served what they call concurrently right. together or consecutive, which means ten, ten, and ten. So he could do either 30 straight years or 10 with minus probation, minus all the cute little, uh, I guess you'd call it early release stuff, which would get him about four years. Now, the problem is this. If the judge decides, I'm, that's not good for me. And I think when you parade these five women in front of him, and he knows there's more. But the five alone, it kind of reminds me of the OJ case. When OJ was tried in Las Vegas, he really wasn't penalized for that crime. He was penalized for the murder he got away with. And that's why O.J. served nine years in Vegas. That was the Vegas. civil trial, the oh, second trial. The second trial he did was in Vegas when he when they rushed this room to try to get his memorabilia right. back. Right. That normally would have possibly even got him probation. But because he got away with murder, the judge said, well, this is heinous and I feel this way. Judges have a lot of discretion. And in this case, 
it is clear that there are so many people out there that were victims of this crime. So what would not surprise you in terms of a sentence? I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got hit for the, all 10 or consecutive. I mean, this judge is thinking, what if the guy lives to be, you know, 90? Why didn't they like take this? him right to jail? A lot of people are asking that question. I heard network legal experts saying, well, wait a minute. You know, most people after a felony conviction, you don't get to go home. It's not actually true. He stays on bond. It's not unusual. All these people were just trying to rile people up. You get in, it's the truth. Everybody, oh, Lord, OJ's out. Oh, oh, Lord, Cosby's out there. No, it doesn't work like that. Uh, you get 90 days to sentence him unless the uh, prosecutor and the defense agree on more time. And w- during this period of time, they run everything. They run reports. They run all this stuff to stick in front of the judge. And they're going to have this hearing where all these women are going to parade forward mm. and going to say he did this, he did this, he did this, so that everyone gets their pound of flesh at the time. And then the judge is going to hammer them. But, you know, the real issue is this, is he has a million dollars out there, even though his net worth might be upwards to a couple hundred million dollars. Okay, um, let me ask you, the women, understandably emotional, after the verdicts, came out and said, this is a game changer, the Me Too movement, and I'm telling you, one after another, the sexual harassment, sexual assault allegations are going to come to the fore, we're going to have more successful criminal uh, prosecutions. You see the Cosby case as somewhat different than just sexual harassment, right? Sexual harassment means, you know, exactly what it means. I'm hitting on you at work. I'm not drugging you and then having sex with you. There's a difference between being sued and being convicted of rape. I mean, these are, I mean, you might as well build a wall the size of Cleveland in between these two things. It's people always want to use something for political benefit. That's why when anything goes wrong in society, they go, oh, it has something to do with Trump. Everyone tries to take it to their own political benefit. Well, then let me ask you, let's, speaking of the president, he's denied all the allegations, multiple women accusing him of sexual misconduct at one level or another over many years. Might those women off these verdicts become more emboldened perhaps than some of them have been? Oh, more emboldened? I don't quite know. I don't quite how you get more emboldened than everything that's happening on a daily basis. You on don't this see this then as a game changer, no. say for in that situation, or uh, whether it's Tom Brokaw now, the breaking news overnight, or a Matt Lauer scenario, Harvey Weinstein, or anything. You see, this is different. The minute somebody loses power a little bit, that's when people come in to go after you. The minute somebody says, "Well, he hit on me at work. He did this to me," there's a like I said, there's a huge difference between rape and harassment. Harassment, oh, I, I got hit on. Like the Brokaw case, he called me in the middle of the night wanting to come over to my hotel room. That's a huge difference between drugging somebody and having sex with them. Gotcha. We can all agree on that. Yes, should my boss you know, hit on me? Should my boss do these things? Probably not, but it's not a crime, and it's a huge difference. You know, you're a good guy, but you're a tough guy, and you have to be in your line of work. I, I owned up in the 6 o'clock hour to feeling a terrible sense of loss at the great, incredible role model this man, the way he portrayed himself to all of us in the entertainment industry, had been as the model dad, a model for black men, um, and, 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 such, and such a positive force, and now it just is all discredited and gone. Do you feel a sense of loss on a personal basis? This is not the Cosby that we thought we knew, et cetera. These are not the droids we're looking for. I mean, I don't know. I I think when you come down to it, everyone has their heroes in life. I mean, one of my heroes is Stan Lee. And just last week, two days ago, he gets accused of by a masseuse of sexual misconduct. 
I, I think anytime you put more feeling in somebody because they're an actor and something else, we have very important people in our lives. They're called our parents. And when we put celebrities and athletes above them, I think we're making mistakes. And in this case, what did Cosby do? He had a popular show. A lot of people have popular shows. That doesn't make them decent human beings. Really great having you making a special trip in here to be live and and to give us your insights and analysis um, because you're so knowledgeable in all of this. Attorney Jeff Kaufman, nationally recognized personal injury attorney, licensed in 18 states, really knows his law all across the spectrum, and he has become our go-to guy in all legal matters. We've been waiting for a great legal analyst, and boy, I'll tell you, you really feel the bill. Love your legal brief segment with Deb every Thursday, or every Wednesday, I should say, at 840. Folks, you don't want to miss it. If folks want to reach out to you on legal matters, um, it's Jeff at whenyouneedus.com, right? Jeff at whenyouneedus.com? Sure. And whenever you need any help or anything else, just give me a call. Awesome. Phone number 407-706-3535. Have a great weekend. Thanks again, Jeff. You too, bud. Do appreciate it. Coming up here, Alan Spector with our news update at the bottom of the hour. And um, then honoring our war heroes. It's the first honor flight of the season, and you can be part of the welcome home for these great American heroes. Great story coming up in the next half hour. Good morning, Orlando. Rolling on from the Frontgate Realty Studio. Visit laurahasthebuyers.com. It is 7.30. Alan Spector bringing us the news every Friday, and Alan's alongside me now here on the 50,000-watt front porch. Lots of questions about who's going to wind up running the VA, the massive bureaucracy, and we got one possible answer with a Florida connection. That's right. President Trump is reportedly seriously considering former Northwest Florida Congressman Jeff Miller, who chaired the House Veterans Affairs Committee. The conservative Republican retired from Congress in 2016. Miller has surfaced as a leading contender after White House physician Ronnie Jackson withdrew his nomination yesterday. At a Wounded Warriors event in Washington, President Trump touted reforms at the VA and said he's committed to making sure veterans get the care they need. Well, I'm so happy with accountability. It's been working on so long. We have people that were terrible working there, and they're gone. And we're going to have the finest choice program that you've ever seen. The VA is the second largest federal agency. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The president's new secretary of state wasted no time getting out of the country. Minutes after a 57-42 Senate vote confirmed the former CIA director as President Trump's secretary of state, Mike Pompeo was sworn in by Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito and then airborne. He's spending his first full day as America's top diplomat in Brussels, attending a summit with NATO counterparts. From there, he's scheduled to fly to the Middle East for talks with Saudi, Israeli, and Jordanian leaders. The State Department says no Secretary of State has ever traveled overseas so soon after being confirmed. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Those who want to restore voting rights to ex-Florida felons are getting some high-profile help. Reverend Al Sharpton was in Tallahassee yesterday to support hundreds of protesters who marched from Bethel Baptist Church to the Capitol. They want to change the Florida law that does not automatically give people the right to vote once they're released from prison. Sharpton says that asking felons to pay taxes without being able to vote amounts to taxation without representation. A vote of no confidence in Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel from a union. Israel claims the vote is an attempt to extort a pay increase. Union President Jeff Bell denies that. It has nothing to do with it. He fails to listen to the people. He fails to listen to the membership. And he wants to blame everybody else for his problems. The NRA, 
He wants to blame for his, his gun problems on this. He blames the school board. He blames us. It's everybody else's fault besides the sheriff. That is not an amazing leader. Bell says the vote was prompted by a string of leadership failures, topped off by the way the sheriff handled the Parkland shooting. He says they'll ask Governor Rick Scott to remove Scott Israel from office. Elsewhere, bud. Yeah, what do you got? HBO reportedly has the exclusive production rights for the true crime novel based on the Golden State Killer. They just found him this week. That's right. The network is planning to develop a docuseries for I'll Be Gone in the Dark. That book details a series of unsolved killings that terrorized California in the 1970s and 80s. The book was released earlier this year before ex-cop Joseph D'Angelo was arrested for the serial murders and rapes. I think that's going to be a winner. Amazon is increasing the cost of its annual Prime plan. As of May 11th, the company will raise the price of the annual Prime membership from $99 to $119. Amazon's CFO says the increase is due to the service's increasing costs. Amazon Prime has over 100 million members around the globe. Existing Prime members have until June 16th to renew their memberships at the current $99 price. They're not making enough money at Amazon, right? Bezos doesn't have enough gazillions. Huh? But it is not cheap to arrange to have someone deliver something to the trunk of your car. All right. So Fair enough. I'll stop complaining. And uh, Republicans in Colorado Springs want Kanye West to come to the upcoming Lincoln dinner. El Paso County GOP Chair Joshua Hosler sent the rapper an invitation yesterday over Twitter saying he'd be honored to have West at the May 12th event. Osler says the invitation is worth it, even if West doesn't respond. Kanye West has gotten a lot of attention on social media this week after he praised President Trump and tweeted a photo of himself wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Yeah, he's got a bromance going with Trump. They've been tweeting back and forth, says he loves the president here. He's making the left apoplectic. I wonder if he'll accept that invitation. That'll I, be interesting. I don't know. They might want to ignore a tweet from a couple of years ago from Kanye that said simply, Bill Cosby, innocent. In yeah. All, in all capital letters with about 10 exclamation <laughs> points. Yeah, might want to pass Pick on that and one. choose on those Kanye <laughs> tweets. <laughs> Crazy. Bud? Thanks. Appreciate it, Alan. Alan Spector, news on Fridays here on Good Morning Orlando. And he'll be back at the top of the hour and keeping an eye out for any breaking news. Um, Yaffe and I were privileged to accompany the good folks from Honor Flight of Central Florida on a um, one day up and back to Washington, D.C., um, honor flight about four years ago. And and this is a great, great program. And Ed Reardon is the main guy with Honor Flight of Central Florida. And the new season of these flights where they take our aging veterans from World War II, now Korea and Vietnam as well, up to Washington to see the memorials and the other sites in their honor. Guess what? The first honor flight of the season, now that the weather up north is improved, is coming up is coming up rather this Saturday and you can be a part of welcoming these great American heroes back from their honor flight and we're going to find out all about that Ed's next with me live on the 50,000 watt front porch and of course ahead of that an update for you on Orlando's news weather and traffic stick around on news radio 1025 WFLA it's coming up in 2 minutes Joining me now, Ed Reardon, a great personal friend, a great friend of the program, a great friend of veterans everywhere, and particularly those in Central Florida. He and his team at Honor Flight of Central Florida are about to make a dream come true 
for so many of our aging war veterans. Let's talk about the opening of the honor flight season and welcome as always to Good Morning Orlando. Ed, how are you? Uh, I'm just wonderful this morning, bud. Thanks. We're so excited about tomorrow's flight. Uh, we're blessed to be able to take two dozen of our local hometown heroes up to the uh, Capitol for a tour of their memorials. We'll be taking nine World War II veterans from right here in Central Florida, along with 11 veterans of the Korea War, two veterans that served in both Korea and Vietnam, and two that served in the Cold War and Vietnam. And they represent all the branches, Bud, Navy, Army, Air Force, Marine Corps, Army, Air Force, and even the Merchant Marine. Particularly the World War II and Korean veterans are, are really elderly at this point. And one of the beautiful things about the Honor Flight program is every veteran has a guardian who accompanies them and tends to their every need, whether it's propelling a wheelchair or whatever else they need, right? That's correct. You know, our World War II veterans, all nine of them are either 93 or 94 years old, bud. Oh, and wow. uh, they're precious cargo for us. But uh, we ask that they get with their doctors, and if their doctors say that they can make the trip, we find a way to make that happen. So if they're restricted to wheelchairs, we ride on special buses that have elevators. If they need oxygen or anything else to be sure that they're kept well during the day, we make sure that we attend to those things so that they can see the memorials built in their honor. It's just fantastic. Before we let folks know how they can be part of welcoming these heroes back home from their honor flight, and how they can get involved with Honor Flight of Central Florida, and it's so rewarding to do so. Um, I don't have a lot of time, but I have time for a very poignant story about a Korean War veteran who would plan to be on that plane tomorrow. Um, but um, fate had other plans, but his presence will definitely be in Washington. Let's tell that story, shall we? Yes, a, a few months back, Bud, when we were looking to fill out our passenger list for the flight tomorrow, we contacted the family of uh, William Knight, uh, who was a Korea War veteran, uh, second-class petty officer in the Navy, uh, to let his family know that we had a seat available for him and wanted to take him with us on the flight and came to find out that he passed away. Uh, we're taking a picture uh, of CPO Knight with us tomorrow. Uh, along with a wreath that we'll be laying at the Korea War Memorial. And we've arranged to have a flag flown in his honor over the Capitol. And uh, shortly after the trip, when we've retrieved that flag from the architect of the Capitol, we'll be making a presentation to his widow. So although he was not able to make the trip right. in spirit, he will be there and we will honor him. And we think it's important that his family knows that. It, you folks are awesome. Could you use more people with Honor Flight of Central Florida? And if so, how could folks find out about getting involved? Uh, but they can go on our website at uh, honorflightcentralflorida.org to learn a little bit more about us and about being a guardian and having the privilege of accompanying one of these hometown heroes on a trip to their memorials, which is a wonderful thing to do. It get, we not, not only do we honor them, Bud, but we seek to give them closure to their service, and being a guardian is, is a critical part of, of that trip and accompanying these heroes to see their memorials and know that not only is their service uh, honored, uh, but also those of their fallen comrades. Uh, coming down to the airport tomorrow night would be a wonderful thing to give them the hometown welcome that they never got when they returned from their service. Right. Now It'll tell us what's going to happen exactly where and when people need to be. Patriots, you're going to want to be out there to be part of this Heroes Welcome Home. 
we'd love to see folks packing out Terminal A at Orlando International Airport uh, by Starbucks, be there at 9 p.m. That's about when we'll be coming through security uh, after our flight arrives. And we'd love for folks to come on down with American flags and signs, welcoming and greeting these heroes, giving them the ticker tape parade, if you will, that they never had when they returned from their service so that they know that their service and their sacrifice will never be forgotten. Get your family together, your kids, your grandkids, make up your patriotic banners, bring in your American flags, and be ready to cheer these great American heroes as they are arriving home from their honor flight to Washington. Um, You're coming in at 840 on Southwest Flight 4168. So Terminal A by Starbucks is where you need to be tomorrow night. What time should people arrive? We'll ask folks to be in the terminal by 9 p.m., bud. Terrific. God bless you and everybody at Honor Flight of Central Florida for the extraordinary work you do honoring our aging veterans with the Honor Flight program. Ed, you're as good as it gets and even better than that. God bless you and thank you, my friend. Thank you so much, bud. All right. Stay tuned. We have the Rush Morning Update coming up right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Good morning, Orlando, and a fabulous Friday morning at 8 o'clock. We're just in time for our latest check of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic right here on News Radio 1025 WFLA. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this morning Bill Cosby, guilty on all counts. We've got details coming up in one minute. Alan will have that story, then we'll have a live report on Cosby's second trial and where things go from here. It's next on Good Morning Orlando. 803 on News Radio 1025. From comedian to convicted felon, a jury in Pennsylvania has found Bill Cosby guilty of three counts of aggravated indecent assault. Reactions were like night and day. Gloria Allred represented some of the accusers. Justice has been done. <laughs> Tom Mesero defended Cosby. The fight is not over. That signals an appeal, but DA Kevin Steele says this decision to convict Cosby of aggravated indecent assault shows no one is above the law. A crime was committed against Andrea Constand, and it happened in our jurisdiction. Uh, and that was our duty uh, to move forward on. A sentencing day will come in about two to three months. Until then, Cosby will remain free. In Norristown, Pennsylvania, Gernal Scott, Fox News. Former NBC News anchor Tom Brokaw is denying accusations that he sexually harassed women in the workplace. Two women, including former news anchor Linda Vester, told the Washington Post that Brokaw made unwanted sexual advances towards them in the 90s, He was the anchor and managing editor of NBC Nightly News for 22 years before retiring in 2004. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un walked across the border for the first time to meet with South Korea's President Moon Jae-in. Fox's Simon Owen is monitoring the summit from London. Kim Jong-un and Moon Jae-in striking an upbeat tone as they sat down for talks. Kim saying this is just the start and the tip of an iceberg. Moon said, I believe this can be a big gift for our citizens and everyone around the world. The leaders pledging to rid the Korean peninsula of nuclear weapons, although they have said that before, and agree a peace treaty this year that would finally officially end the Korean War. Simon Owen, Fox News. It turns out the Ocala school shooter is no stranger to law enforcement. 
FBI agents in San Francisco first became aware of 19-year-old Sky Boucher five years ago when he posted comments on YouTube in favor of the Columbine shooting. Boucher is accused of injuring a student in last week's shooting at Forest High School on the 19th anniversary of the Columbine attack. A Jacksonville Beach man is facing charges for practicing karate on innocent animals in Orlando. A witness told police that Rocco Mantella was laughing as he kicked two swans and a duck at Lake Eola. What a sicko. Who would do that? I don't know. That's crazy. It's the worst. It is. The Los Angeles Chargers made Florida State safety and Polk County native Derwin James their number one pick in last night's first round of the NFL draft. There had been speculation James would go to the Tampa Bay Bucks with the seventh pick, but he slid down to the Chargers at number 17. The Bucks made the best decision they made. Um, I'm happy to be a Charger man, and like I say, 16 teams passed on me, and, um, and I'm just ready to go to work for the Chargers, and um, we'll see when we play. L.A. head coach Anthony Lynn told Chargers.com he was surprised James was still available. Well, I mean, we never thought we'd have a chance to get him, but the draft is crazy. You just don't know what people are thinking, so uh, we think very highly of him, so we were tickled to death. Other first-round picks include Florida defensive tackle Taven Bryan at 29th by the Jaguars and UCF cornerback Mike Hughes at number 30 by the Vikings. What about Shaquem Griffin? He was not taken in the first round, right? Plays with one hand, unbelievable. Um, player yeah. for UCF and um, fantastic linebacker, and uh, he is expected to be drafted, but not until the third or fourth round at the earliest. They only did the first round of the NFL draft last night. They do rounds two and three, I believe, tonight, and finish it up tomorrow. Okay, good deal. WFLA News time is eight oh seven. A wax Melania Trump debuts at Madame Tussauds in Times Square. That story's online now at 1025wfla.com. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 1025. Rolling on from the Front Gate Realty Studio, visit laurahasthebuyers.com. A live report on the Cosby trial and the guilty verdicts. And um, we're going to hear also along the way, as we played earlier in the show, from a couple of the women who had accused Cosby and uh, and their take on justice as they see it and what it really means in the long term across this country. So all of that is coming up later in the hour, our daily sound judgment game. We're playing for two phenomenal prizes, a family four pack of uh, four pack of great tickets to the Disney on Ice show coming up over Mother's Day weekend downtown Orlando at the Amway Center. These are valuable tickets, and they can be yours in the next half hour if you're here and you win the sound judgment game. And we're also giving away that fabulous Trump policy board game. Right now, stay tuned for your shot at winning your share of 880000 bucks in cold cash. We continue with our amazing Make Your Wallet Great Again texting contest. Listen for the new keyword of the hour, then... Text that word to 200-200. Hey, you could be our next $1,000 winner. We had one up in Deltona just a couple of weeks ago. Why not you? So listen, that's coming up, along with my update on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic, as always. And that's in two minutes for you, right here on News Radio 102.5 WFLA. Since we came on the air at 6 o'clock, we've been all over the second trial of uh, one-time entertainment legend and America's dad, Bill Cosby. This time around, they failed to get him on the charges the first trial, but they got him the second time around. We're going to bring in our News Radio 1025 national correspondent, Bill Zimfer, on this. Bill, we have a lot of folks who were just joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. Give us what you know in the wake of the verdicts yesterday. 
Well, in the wake of this verdict, uh, the questions remain as to uh, whether this will be appealed. Uh, Bill Cosby's defense attorneys say they definitely will appeal and what his status will be down the road as far as a sentence goes. Sentencing will be uh, held within 90 days, at which time Bill Cosby could get substantial jail time out of this. Each of the three counts uh, can be hit with a maximum 10-year jail term. However, the district attorney has said they may merge the counts, meaning uh, it's 10 years max. So we'll uh, we'll wait to see exactly what happens there. Bill Cosby, meanwhile, free on a million dollars bail, which turned out to be a controversy in itself when the district attorney asked that there be no bail allowed for Bill Cosby because he was a flight risk and had his own private airplane. Bill Cosby blurted out uh, in earshot of everyone, uh, he doesn't have a plane, you expletive aimed toward the DA. So, yeah. uh, uh, it, it turned out to be an interesting day yesterday, and uh, Bill Cosby right now is under house arrest at his home outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, now essentially we're, talking, we're looking at a rape conviction here, times three, three counts yep. of aggravated indecent assault. He's 80 years of age, and in fragile health, he doesn't see wells, people have to lead him around, etc., um, a lot of people thought that they would lock him up because we're talking about felony convictions here. The judge yesterday, I guess, has discretion and elected not to do it, right? Absolutely. And uh, Bill Cosby still held in high regard in the community despite this. But uh, the next question is, once he is sentenced at that point, what happens, bud? Uh, will he be directly remanded to custody or will he be granted bail once again uh, pending his appeal? Uh, because uh, there will be an appeal in this case. So that'll be the next question there. I have a feeling there will be such an outcry uh, for jail time that Bill Cosby could be remanded to jail. And as you said, any jail sentence for an 80-year-old man could be tantamount to a to a life sentence. Yeah, terrific job getting us all up to date, particularly the folks just joining us on the big story we're discussing this morning, the guilty verdicts in the second Cosby trial. News Radio 1025 National Correspondent Bill Zimfer, as always, Thank you so much. You have a good weekend. You too, bud. Thanks. You bet. In a moment, we're going to hear from a couple of the, the women, the accusers, highly emotional when they came out of court declaring victory and trying to put into perspective as to what this really means. This is the first successful criminal prosecution of a major figure in the era of the Me Too movement. Do you see this as a game changer? that will embolden a lot of other women to come forward with various allegations of sexual misconduct at all levels, ranging from harassment all the way to rape. And do you think the jury got it right? They were deadlocked in the first trial, guilty on all counts the second trial. And do you just lament the fall of a man who was such a positive role model to so many millions, the image he portrayed as TV dad and comedian Bill Cosby. And now we see what the, this man truly is. I just feel an, a sense of kind of betrayal and loss here. I don't know whether you can relate to that. I'd like to know your reaction to the verdicts and whether or not you think the jury got it right. 407-916-5400. You can text me at 23680, and uh, standard message and data rates apply there. I've always thought Cosby was guilty. They didn't get him the first time. I don't think I would have laid down five bucks that they would convict him this time, but they did. I was pleasantly surprised by the verdict. Yaffe, Steph, what about you? 
How did you think this was going to come down? And do you agree with me the jury got it right? Um, I agree exactly with everything you just said. I was really surprised that he was found guilty for some reason. And I'm not an expert on this case, but for some reason, I thought he was going to he was going to get off, that he was going to be found not guilty. So when that came down yesterday, I was pretty surprised. And I think the jury got it right. How about it, Steph? Yeah, I was pretty shocked that he was found guilty as well. But I think the verdict, it's correct. What are the textures saying, Yaffe? Um, well, they're talking to some different aspects of the Cosby trial. You brought up earlier in the show how this really makes you sad. It does. Because Bill Cosby was such a positive role model for so many people for oh, so many years. Absolutely. Um, we have a few textures who agree with you, Bud. One person says, I share a sense of loss with Bud. I remember when Bill Cosby starred in I Spy TV show. He was the first black man ever to have a starring road in a, a role in a primetime television show yeah. along with robert culp who was white it was a great show in the 60s and it led to all kinds of other things and of course he was america's dad on the cosby show yeah it said cosby and Sidney portier did much to heal race relations back then they were both perceived as admirable yeah uh, another person said i'm saddened by bill cosby i grew up watching the cosby show and tried to mimic his good life I feel betrayed. But we have to understand how serious the charges were. And the verdict, guilty on all counts, essentially three rape convictions, felony convictions. Immediately after the verdict, the victims in tears outside the courtroom. Here is Lily Bernard. I feel like my faith in humanity is restored. This is a victory not just for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, not just for the victim in the case, Andre Constant, not just for the 62 of us publicly known survivors of Bill Cosby's drug-facilitated sexual crimes against women, but it's also a victory for all sexual assault survivors, female and male. It's a, it's a victory for womanhood. But I, th I, thank the, <laughs> I thank the jury so much. Here's another of the defendants on what the guilty verdicts against Cosby mean. We are now part of the tsunami of women's power and justice. We are not shutting up and we're not going away. Get over it. The issue is, is it going to be a game changer to the point that um, in all cases where women allege anything from sexual harassment in the workplace to sexual assault in the workplace or in elsewhere in their lives, all the way to sexual assault and rape, etc., that they will really become even more emboldened than they have been? Are we going to see a lot of cases going to trial and being successfully prosecuted? I would not be at all surprised. Well, now that the president's doctor, Ronnie Jackson, is out as um, a candidate to be uh, the head of the VA, we may wind up with a Floridian at the helm. And, Alan, let's talk about that possibility, shall we? Well, MilitaryTimes.com and the Washington Examiner, Bud, are reporting that former Congressman Jeff Miller is one of four possible picks that President Trump is considering to run the Veterans Administration after the nomination of uh, White House physician Ronnie Jackson was withdrawn. And when Miller represented the 1st District for 16 years, he was chairman of the House Veterans Affairs Committee. The Republican also has ties to Donald Trump. He served as an advisor during the presidential campaign. Kind of sounds like a natural from here, doesn't it, Alan? Yeah, I mean, why wasn't he the choice before? <laughs> it's an excellent question. I hope he's the choice now. We'll see. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. 
Hundreds of protesters are calling for ex-Florida felons to get back their voting rights. The group rallied at the historic old Capitol building in Tallahassee yesterday. There was also a march downtown led by Reverend Al Sharpton and other community faith leaders. Sharpton says asking felons to pay taxes without being able to vote amounts to taxation without representation. Now the real question is, if you don't want to restore their right to vote, why do you restore that they have to pay taxes? Sharpton called for passage of an amendment that's on this fall's state ballot that would restore voting rights to 1.5 million ex-felons. Republican and Democratic members of Congress are joining together to ask Homeland Security for an extra 500 Customs and Border Protection officers. In a letter, the lawmakers say the extra agents will eliminate long wait times for goods entering the country and could also stop drugs from entering the country. Those signing the letter include Florida Senators Marco Rubio and Bill Nelson and Orlando area Congresswoman Val Demings and Stephanie Murphy. State lawmakers will not be going back to work in Tallahassee for a special session on gaming. Florida Senate President Joe Negron says progress was made behind closed doors on what he called a number of important gaming issues, but legislative leaders opted against a special session. Talk of the session came up before the Seminole Tribe decided to extend their agreement on sharing gambling revenue through May of next year. One of the gambling issues that remains unsolved is whether to allow for more slot machines in Florida. I'm Alan McBride. It's being called the Super Bowl of superhero films. Avengers Infinity Wars officially opens today, featuring nearly every superhero in the Marvel Universe. I believe 22 of them, including Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Thor, Black Panther, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Widow, and Captain America. The film is expected to be another worldwide blockbuster for Disney, which has made a fortune off the comic book movie since it bought Marvel for $4 billion in 2009. It's interesting. Off-air, attorney Jeff Kaufman was in here analyzing the Cosby trial and the verdicts. Um, he actually, on the side, writes comic books, loves superhero movies. He got to see it last night because you can get, you know, like, they have some, like, Thursday night showings, you know, with these mm-hmm. big movies. He said it's fantastic. Yeah. Just loved it. Said it real strong. Looks really good. I'm having to avoid all the spoiler talk, though, online because I, I definitely want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Boy, it's amazing. Okay. Um, ringing endorsement by Attorney Kaufman on the uh, the new movie. Elsewhere, bud. And what's going on? The newest heir to the British throne has a name. Finally. Prince William and Duchess Kate are announcing they're naming their new royal baby Louis Arthur Charles. Louis was born Monday and is now fifth in line to the British throne. Apparently, in a lot of places, and maybe that's true here in the state, people just, they don't name the baby until after it's born. We always had a name ready to go. Yeah. You got nine months to think it over, right? You would think. It's not yeah. like it's a surprise. Yeah. I mean, a kid goes nameless. Good thing you can't remember anything when you're that age, right? Louis Arthur Charles. Got it. You know, my first name is Arthur. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's exciting. Do you have anything else that can match that? <laughs> is it really? It's all that. <laughs> Art Specter with the news. Hey. You what, know, else my, you, what else you got, Art? You know, my dad was on the radio in Orlando in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, I heard about that. Art Specter. So. How about that? I didn't know radio like ran in the family. You didn't know radio existed in the 1950s, did you? <laughs> <laughs> There's a new record for the world's longest penguin dive. Scientists in Antarctica. <laughs> Just thinking, my dad would be so proud right now. I mean, I, I, Sci- I, I didn't know there was any competition for this. Well, come on. Scientists in Antarctica say an emperor penguin recently spent an unprecedented... <laughs> 
32 minutes under the water. <laughs> really? Yes. I, you know, I just, I just kind of stood back and I said, why am I reporting on this? I don't anyway. know. <laughs> I can picture a little guy with the oxygen tanks on the back and yeah, a mask. He didn't have no, he that. Just, he just held his breath? Yeah, <laughs> just held his breath. 32 minutes. The old record was 27 minutes. Held by many. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> we're getting giddy. It's Friday on the 50,000-watt front porch. Thanks, Alan. <laughs> Anything more? There is, but I don't think I can get through it. All right, Art. (laughs) In a moment, we got a family four-pack of tickets to the fabulous new Disney on Ice show at the downtown Orlando Amway Center. Family four-pack. You'll be a hero to your kids or grandkids if you're our sound judgment winner. We're also throwing in the fabulous fun-to-play Trump board game. Two great prizes. You're eligible to play Sound Judgment and call me right now if you have not won the game in 30 days. Company rules there. We're giving away great prizes on Sound Judgment. 407-916-5400. Get on the 50,000-watt front porch while there's still time. 407-916-5400. Newcomers, this is your chance. And boy, these are fantastic prizes. Good morning, Orlando. Rolls on from the Frontgate Realty Studio. Visit laurahasthebuyers.com. We play Sound Judgment right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. And of course, as always, I'll do that for you in two minutes right here on News Radio 1025 WFL. We're ready to go with a Sound Judgment game. Couple of great prizes. Steph, let's talk about those amazing prizes for today's winner. That's right. We have a fabulous family four-pack of tickets to see Disney on Ice Dare to Dream at the Amway Center happening May 11th to the 13th. Visit 1025WFLA.com keyword events for more info there. And we also have a copy of the brand new Trump Policy Board game. Play Trump Policy with your family, play it with your friends, and very soon you'll know whether they are your friends. Trump Policy gives everyone a chance to voice their opinion on key issues of the day and stand up for the kind of America they want. The new Trump Policy game of $40 value is available at TrumpPolicy.net. Okay, and if you're trying to get in to win these great prizes but you're frustrated with a busy signal, you could still win... Wait for a wrong answer that opens up a line to call 407-916-5400. We've been all over the second Cosby trial. Bill Cosby found guilty um, on three counts. It could send him to prison for the rest of his life. For today's Sound Judgment game, we're going to take you back to when Bill Cosby was not a convicted felon, but an entertainment superstar and role model for millions. The Cosby Show was must-see TV for years in prime time. And for his starring role, Bill Cosby was voted the greatest TV dad of all time by TV Guide. want you to listen now to the sound of the Cosby Show theme song. Then use your sound judgment to tell me the name of Bill Cosby's character in that show and what he did for a living. All right, you've been thinking hard while the music played. So name Cosby's character on the Cosby Show and tell me what that character did for a living. Just because I can, I'm going to start on line three. Go ahead, line three. Bill Huxtable, he was a doctor. Say it again. Bill Huxtable, no. he was a doctor. No, no, no. 407-916-5400. You're in the ballpark, but you got to get it right. Good try. Line four, you're up next. I would just say Dr. Huxtable. Well, 
you know, I actually probably have to give you that because the other one said Bill, and that's not what the first name was. No, I think I'm going to insist on the first name, okay? You should know that. Do you know the first name? It's slipping me. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Close call. Line one, first and last name, and what he did for a living, the character in the Cosby Show. Clifford Huxtable, doctor. Bingo. Oh, right. Specifically obstetrician. So you got the Trump board game, and you're going to Disney on Ice, a family four-pack. Pretty good deal, huh, on a Friday morning for you? That's a big one. I was not sure, that's for sure. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to you. Thank you. All right. Hey, listen, what's your first name? I'll write you a note. Uh, Jeff. Jeff, J-E-F-F? Yep. And where do you where are you calling in from this morning, Jeff? Altamont Springs. I always like to know where our listeners and our contestants and our winners are. We do appreciate that. You're right up the road, and you have won our sound judgment game. Don't go away, my friend, and have a great weekend. But before you go, I'll put you on hold, and you and Stephanie can make the arrangements. Okay, uh, Jeff? Thank you, bud. Bingo. Good deal, and uh, congratulations to you. I got to tell you, the surprises just, you know, they just keep on coming in the news. What a week this has been in so many levels, and this morning... I got jarred one more time. I woke up to the news that legendary NBC News anchor Tom Brokaw is now being accused of making unwanted sexual advances toward a number of women, including one former reporter he worked with at NBC who went on to become a news anchor at Fox. Her name is Linda Vester. And, um... She, along with some other women, has spoken to the Washington Post about this, and the Post has run a piece, and Variety Magazine has a big piece with an accompanying video um, about Linda Vester, who is lodging these, um, these accusations that she's kept to herself, she says, for so many years. Um, I'll give you Brokaw's reaction to this now. We don't know where all of this is headed. Um, they're just allegations, but she's pretty credible. She's also independently wealthy and a philanthropist right now. She's retired from the news business, so it isn't like she's trying to shake them down for money. Let's listen to a little bit of what she says, and we've posted all of this on our website and Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, Yaffe, we rolled this earlier. Let's see if we can get a couple of cuts in right now. Uh, here is Linda Vester, who worked with Brokaw back in the 90s, dropping her bombshell in a Variety magazine article. Here we go. I'm Linda Vester. For a decade, I worked at NBC News as an anchor and correspondent. I was groped and assaulted by Tom Brokaw, then the anchor of NBC Nightly News. Vester now on the first of many unwelcome advances, she says, at the hands of Brokaw in the newsroom. From behind me, out of nowhere, Tom Brokaw walked up put his hands on my waist and tickled me all up and down my waist. It was physically unpleasant and humiliating. I jumped a foot. I looked at the editor of Nightly News in the eye. He looked back at me and his jaw dropped. And I was completely humiliated in front of a room full of my colleagues. Linda Vester says she's written all of this down in journals from the time. She has um, uh, girlfriends that she told all about this, but she did not say anything publicly until now. She says this with Brokaw got worse in repeated episodes. In one case, he knocked on the door of her hotel room by surprise. She let him in. He came on to her and wanted to have an affair. I said, what do you want from me? And he had his arm back like this, and he said, 
an affair of more than passing affection. And I said, but you're married, and I'm Catholic. And he gave me this look of such annoyance. She says she's been haunted by it ever since, has now gone public. Um, Brokaw says, I met with Linda Vesterman two occasions, both at her request 23 years ago because she wanted advice with respect to her career at NBC. The meetings were brief, cordial, and appropriate. And despite Linda's allegations, I made no romantic overtures toward her at that time or any other. We'll see where it goes. Another nightmare for NBC News. Free Movie Friday, the big Avengers flick. How'd you like to go for free? Free Movie Friday with Adam Tickets is back on WFLA. And good morning, Orlando. Here's your chance to win free movie tickets. You've got to text them right now. Text RECORD, R-E-C-O-R-D, to A-T-O-M-1. That's 28661 for your chance to win. The Adam's Ticket app is incredible. It's where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, and more. We're celebrating Free Movie Friday. And that's about it for this edition of Good Morning Orlando. Great to have you with us here on the 50,000-watt front porch where your seat is reserved every Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. For Alan Spector bringing us the news on Fridays, Yaffe producing the show, and Steph screening your calls. The Bud Man, thank you, God bless you, and God bless America.